Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, Fedheads, welcome back to another episode of Cigar Chat. Uh, as you just heard, uh, we got a special guest tonight. I'm your host, Trip. We are live on Facebook, broadcast around the world in the Armed Forces Radio Network, uh, and of course available as a podcast on your favorite podcast catcher, uh, or on YouTube if that's how you prefer taking in your video media. Um, I'm here with my co-host, Jason. Jason, how are you doing tonight? Doing great. Great. And our special guest of the evening, Hector Alfonso Sr. from Espinosa Cigars. Gentlemen, how are you? I'm great. I'm looking forward to talking to you about uh, Espinosa. They're... Uh, I mean, I was gonna, I was gonna leave it up for a little while for some suspense, but you guys are doing real good on the, uh, on the top twenty-five circuit this year. Look, man, not that I've been keeping track or anything, but we placed forty-four cigars, forty-four cigars on the on top twenty-five list this during the awards season, as I like to call it. Yeah, we have. It's. I'm telling you, uh, for a factory of our size to do that, I just think it's incredible. I mean, I, I really do. I think it's. Uh, it's a tribute to, to what we've done over there. So what Eric's dream and his idea to put together, mm-hmm. what uh, we've done for ourselves, plus, uh, you know, the people that we make cigars for, the Cuba Ricanos, killing it. They're just killing it. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, a term, and, you know, you're going to, you've, you've learned, uh, you've got a little, you've got to know me a little bit in the last couple of weeks. I'm a yeah. huge cigar nerd. Yeah, of course. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a huge cigar I think, nerd. Like, most people in the industry are. Uh, it's easy to think that somebody's just doing this for their job. Um, but I would say, like, more than half. I, I don't no, know but, a percentage, but more than half of people are just nerds. But when I say I'm a nerd, I mean, I think that I would I would fall in line in the cigar media. I think I just, <laughs> I would, I, I do, I'm telling you. I mean, uh, I, I don't know anybody else in the industry who, who does a top 25. I do my own little top 25. Oh, do you? Of course, I can't share it with anybody because, you know, you don't want to hurt any feelings. And, you know, I do my I do my own list with the stuff we make, which is all top 25, obviously. And then I do with the stuff I've had during the year. I mean, I don't know. I personally don't know anybody who smokes as much stuff outside of my own stuff than I do. I smoke a boatload of stuff. I have a great I have a great boutique store here in Miami. Caribbean is, is fantastic. I don't know if you guys next time you're in Miami, if you're ever in Miami, I'll take you down there. I mean, uh, Miami is a tough cigar market. I, I've because, heard. Uh, is that the shop that On goes to? On says that he's oh talking my god. I've turned with you at that shop all, all the time. I've turned on all those guys. On <laughs> Joe Grow. It's the unofficial. Uh, it's the unofficial pink Cadillac stop when Coop's in town. Uh, I've taken everybody down there. Uh, Jack Tarano. Uh, he has the sign in the front. Jack smokes here now. We make fun of Jack. Doesn't really smoke there that much because he's busy, man. Jack's all over the fucking place. Yeah. Jack's all over the place. And oh. uh, <laughs> sorry. Sorry. It's all right. It, like I said, it happens. Um, you know, I, uh, I wonder what the, I wonder if Aaron Loomis, uh, the guys from Developing Palace, they're running. A, they sent me a list with the over and under on things I'll say during the interview. <laughs> so the one thing he didn't send me was the over and under on bad words. So I'm already at one. So, but I'm going to try to keep that under three. I, I think I, I think I can do that. But right. I mean, I, I I love smoking other guys' stuff. I love you know because that's where it's at. You know, you you appreciate some of these other things. You know, you. You can get an idea what direction you want to go with with new things. But to get back to your regular to your previous question, yeah, man, we've had an incredible. I mean, the uh, what's the term? Me and you have been we've been chatting a little bit during uh, yeah during some of these reveals. <laughs> and my my new favorite term is the collective cigar media. Yeah, uh, as you I as noticed you heard, that flying around a lot. That's uh, that's my new term. I'm borrowing it from uh, from them. 
And uh, I've got I've got an over and under on that too. So uh, they, you know, you got to bring him in on the loop. He doesn't know what I'm talking about, but he doesn't figure it out. Uh, the collective cigar media. Every I looked, uh, where these guys are everywhere, and where it's not them, it's the Cornelius and Anthony guys. We yeah. made you know we made nine lists as well. We were on the we did uh, we're in cigar aficionado. We uh, we made yeah, which coops. is I mean, as much as people in the industry love to say that cigar aficionado or. I would I would say people who are nerds but aren't in the industry love to say that cigar aficionado's list doesn't matter, but it, that's matter. like the number one sales driver in the industry. It uh, is. If that, you're on that list, you're going to move some boxes. Look, when I I worked retail for a couple of years during the recession here, when uh, you know we lost the the mayor tried to balance the 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 budget of the county on his employees' backs, so that was a direct, a direct political message. That I'm about to retire, so I, I don't care. So uh, they. Uh, I started working retail at a cigar store and these guys would come in end of December, early January, you know, with their list, you know, and they want the stuff that's on the top 25 list. I mean, it is, I mean, a lot, a lot's changed in these 10 years since I worked in retail, you know, you have a lot, a lot more lists. You have, uh, I think the, the internet, the, the internet, social media, uh, the internet cigar media has really, has really developed. Uh, it's not just the print media anymore. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think that it, it's these lists. I love these. lists. I love these lists because, uh, <laughs> all right, I love and I hate these. some of these lists. You know, some of these lists, you look at them and they went, man, these guys, these guys really went out of their way to try things all across the spectrum. Mm-hmm. And then I look at some of these lists and I said, well, it was just too cold in Cleveland and they just couldn't go more than 10 miles. So they got whatever they had at that store. Yeah. I mean, when you have a list and you have, you know. Five cigars from the same manufacturer, and there's ten spots. Come on, bro, work with me here. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> work, work with me here. I get yeah, it. I hear you. And and then when you have a a, a big list, you know, twenty five, and you have five on there, and you you have no regrets, dude. I get it. You like that guy. I get it. All right, <laughs> let's move on. You know, <laughs> let's move on. Uh, you know, I I think maybe some of these cigar lists are victim to what happened in sports in the fifties, where you had regionalism. You know, if oh, you yeah, lived absolutely. You know, if you lived in if you lived in St. Louis, you were a Cardinal fan, or in Chicago, you're a Cub fan, and you were a Cub fan or a Cardinal fan, 400 miles from as far as the radio signal could take you, you were still a fan, and I think that that may have a lot to do with it. And I'm going to tell you, being in Miami, Miami is possibly the the worst cigar market because everybody, nobody here is impressed. Everybody here knows somebody who's in the cigar. I mean, I'm talking about the ones not in the industry, the ones who the clientele, the customers. Everybody yeah. knows somebody in the cigar industry. For you know, the guys at my store, I sit down there. Some of the reps sit down there. Uh, guys who are bigger than you know, much more popular. Me come to the store, they sit down. You know, they rub shoulders with these guys. They're not impressed. You yeah. know, oh, uh, you know, I could get you ten percent on the box. Oh, please, my sister knows the lady who cuts that guy's <laughs> hair, and you know, I can get him at thirty five. It's it's that kind of it's that kind of thing. But I love top twenty five lists, and I like when I'm close for two years. That's always, always fun. It was. Let me tell you, I was forty one of fifty going into this year, and this year I didn't wow. have a great. Yeah, but I didn't have a great year this year. <laughs> I pegged the first. I pegged the top five. I pegged the top yeah, five. yeah. The top five were uh, were no well, huge surprise. I mean, yeah, it was it was you know it was it was an immemorium. The first you know, yeah. the top three were an immemorium. Even the fourth one because Fidel died you know a little more over a year ago. So let's throw Cuban in there. And you know, uh, I only I went eighteen to twenty five this year. I didn't do great. So, but I like I, and you good. look. I look at the list. I value the list this way. I look at the list. And then I start to comp- I start to compare and say, hey, these guys, you know, not just for myself or for us. Hey, we're here, we're here, we're here. Wow, I'm more surprised 
when we're not on the list, I know this sounds bad, but I mean, I'm more surprised when we're not on the list. I don't mean just Espinosa. I mean, Lozano, when we're not on the list, then I start to wonder why we're not on that list. In some yeah. instances, I know why we're not on that list, but that's just those, that's just how that's, some people have that problem. But for, for the other ones, I'm like, well, you know, maybe they haven't heard of us. I'll reach out. Hey, mm-hmm. man, you know, I'd like to send you some cigars. Try this. And are you going to come to the show? A lot of them still don't come to the show. They're not big enough to come to the show. We, we, we have tried to be very friendly and open to the, uh, to the cigar media because, let's face it, uh, outside of Eric sitting in a B&M for 30, 30 weeks out of the year, yeah, and you know, and, and Junior now traveling, and and Tim Wong, who's our, our our guy in the West Coast, and David Palm, who's our guy in Carolina, and Scott Lewis in Texas. The only the only way that you're going to find out about our cigar, unless you run it, unless you run across it at B and M, is by reading it on some of these media posts. So we got to yeah. be friendly. We have this resource for us. We'd be ridiculous to turn our back on. Yeah, of course. Um, Jason, did you have a question queued up? Uh, actually, before before I let you ask your first question, I do want to mention uh, Bob Lang made Bob Dog. Happy birthday, Bob. It was his birthday oh, uh, yesterday or the day before. Um, he said, didn't somebody award LaZona Small Factory of the Year? Uh, and that was Coop for three years in a row, which is uh, me, very impressive. That, 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 that award really means a lot to me personally. Not just because we won it, but... I know some of these guys who have small factories in Nicaragua, mm-hmm. and they put out they put out great, great, great cigars. And I'm fans of their tobacco. I think what's helped us is that the sheer volume of what we've done for other companies as well as ourselves. You know, yeah, we've been successful, and then the you know the Cuba Ricanio has been successful, La Juala was successful, uh, uh, Cornelius and Anthony is is making their mark. We're we're making cigars for other people, and. It all comes back to Lazona, and it's 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 helping us. I mean, you know, we're we're lucky that we are we're making so many brands for other people as well as ourselves. I think it helps multiply and get the word out there for us. But I'm very I'm very very happy uh, that we've gotten that award. It's, I mean, to get it once was great. To get it twice was incredible. To get it three times, I'm almost embarrassed because you know I can just imagine the grief that that Coop is taking. But you know, Coop Coop doesn't care. You know, he doesn't care. He, he's got his pink Cadillac and he's doing. <laughs> And he's doing his thing, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's one thing for Coop is is um, no matter what you think, he's he's as unbiased as they come. He puts all his biases aside when he's reviewing or uh, giving out these awards. Frankly, uh, I, so- I I I really I've I really come to uh, I, I like Coop personally. I, I I like him as a person, you know. And mm-hmm. but I I I would not want to be him. I would not want to. He has. The I think the you look at some you look at him sometimes you just look like the world is just weighing on him the shoulder the weight the weight of the world is on his shoulders you know and I know what you mean you know he's uh, you know he 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 rates I I mean I'm pretty sure I know it had to have happened this year he rates a cigar that's that a lot of people love and it falls in his top thirty but it falls maybe ten or ten spots or seven spots for where everybody else thinks it should be and he's getting a crap of shit I mean uh, that's two he's getting a oh, yeah. he's getting he's letting a load of crap. That you know, hey, you know, he's he's just you know he's being honest, and I think he's he's really made his commitment to to you know uh, uh, that whole pink Cadillac and no no teaser. And he, he wants to be to me. He's that guy with the at the pounding. The I know he has a I know he has a typewriter. He's not fooling anybody. He's not using a word. <laughs> he's got a typewriter. He's got the little visor, the little lamp at the side. He's just pounding it out, and you know, and and I think it's great. And let's not forget our guys in California with the incredibly complicated system the developing pallets guys that I oh, still yeah. don't, uh, i mean sheldon cooper looks it looks like sheldon cooper put that system together i mean you know you, you got this and that 
so I, I love the list. I love the list. I love the list. And I, where I used to get angry, I just, I've, I've, I've just tried to, I've tried to come to the conclusion that you know, you just some people you just gotta let them, you know, screw them. I was letting. <laughs> that's where I'm at with that. All right, Jason. Now I'll let you have a turn. Okay. So we talked about top twenty-five lists and stuff. Let, let's quickly go around and talk about what we're smoking here. Um, oh, that's a good idea. I'll start. I'm smoking the Espinosa Habano, and oh. I think this is the old band because that's I the think old the band change. So th- this has got to be a few years old. That's at least that's at least that's a card's at least two years old, minimum two years old. Okay. See, th- it's weird because in my mind, I feel like this. This was new not that long ago, but I guess time just flies by. No. Well, you know, let's be honest. How many cigars, you know, how many cigars do you see? You see a lot of cigars. I mean, you guys, you guys get cigars every day or you, you, you buy, you get them in the mail, you mm-hmm. come across, you know, they just tend to get filed in the back, filed in the back. Next thing you know, oh, hey, what the hell is this? Oh, 2013. How did this, you know, how did I not see this? That absolutely happens to me. Yeah. You know, I found in my, I'm going through my humidor the other day and I found, uh, a Corona that we made four years ago for a tweet up the tweet the Chattanooga tweet. Oh up. yeah, I didn't. I thought those were all gone. I thought you know it's, it wasn't a unicorn. It was a dinosaur that I found. You know, <laughs> oh, what is this? Yeah, I lit it up. It was good to go, man. I smoked it. It was, it was great. <laughs> Have you ever had the uh, the old? Oh, I forgot I bought a box of those. Well, I I, <laughs> I get that gonna, once in a while. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't I don't buy cigars. So <laughs> uh, that's all right. <laughs> I, I will use the. Oh man, I can't believe I had a bundle of this at home, or I had a bundle of this in my car. That's pretty much more what it is, you know. I can't believe I had these. You know, where did these bunker bunkers? Where did these bunker busters come from? I don't remember. Or this original Warhead, which I smoked one the other day from. I smoked. I was at the cigar shop, and I took a. I took one of my cigars. I took a cigar to the to the owner, and it was uh, the 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 Warhead, our first Warhead with a test label on it. Mm. Wow! Oh, I mean, that's that's that cigar's four, five years old almost. That's yeah, fantastic. So yeah, I, I I do run across a lot of that. To answer, uh, I am smoking a Lonsdale, a Laranja Lonsdale. That's oh. only that's oh. only available in the exclusive Laranja box that we do for the friends and families and our lounges. It has okay. uh, that Laranja box has three sizes that we don't make normally for uh, retail. We don't make we don't have a normal pr- production. We have a Bellicoso. Uh, we have a six, we have a five, I think it's a five and a half by 58, uh, semi kind of semi pressed, big Robusto. And then we have this Lonsdale and this Lonsdale is, it's, I think it's, I think it's superior to the, to the Lancero just because a little more meat to it, you know, but it's, 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 it's a fantastic stick. I'm very, very happy with it. Lanceros are great, but I always tell people I still prefer a Lonsdale. Um, I just think Lonsdales really have more of that, uh, uh, they just have a little bit more body. Oh well, yeah, sure. Did you just turn oh, your phone? Is that what just happened? Me? I'm sorry. I'm it's okay. It. I'm holding okay. it. I don't. Uh, I, the, I think uh, it was sideways before because my video just like the video on the uh, on the stream just got messed up and it confused me. I, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I can't find my lighter, so I'm oh, kind no. of squirming, I'm squirming all around here trying to find it. But I'm gonna find it. Go ahead. I'm gonna. I'm That's gonna, awful. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look for it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I gotta hold the phone. We had some technical difficulties with this, uh, this microphone on the, uh, on the laptop. But we'll, uh, we'll take care of it for next time I'm on. For next week, I'll, yeah. I'll definitely take care of that. All right. Um, and then I'm smoking the new hotness. If you'll focus here, I, uh, I was just telling Jason I love the band on this. I'm gonna pull it off in a second. If it'll ever focus, come on, man. Come on. 
There we go. <sighs> Trying. Oh well. I well, love that. I love that cigar. I love that cigar. I love. I love what it tastes like now. I mean, it just tastes the way we wanted it to taste. Don't get me wrong. The first Musilago on the red box, we it was a, we were very happy that we that we got the blend because that was a blend that uh, the the previous the previous manufacturer uh, didn't tell us what the blend was. So we had to ret, you know we had to re- retro engineer that, reverse engineer that. And then once we had it, we just the one thing it was missing was it just hadn't sat. It just didn't taste like it had sat enough. So, you know, then we, you know, we started making it at, uh, at, at the New World factory there in uh, Ocotal for, with AJ and, you know, the tobacco he's using has got a couple of years on it. So it was just perfect. I mean, you know, and, uh, well, we're going to, are you guys going to sit and re-blend the cigar? No. We, I sat down with him. I said, this is what it has in it. He goes, well, you know, you never know. We opened it up. He goes, yeah, you're right. That's exactly what it has in it. I told you this is what it has in it. So yeah. that's it. That was the, the shortest, the shortest blending session ever. All right. There's the band. And that's a bad, that's a pretty bad band, I think. It's I think a, that band is cool ass. It's a nice band. The thing I was telling Jason that I really like about it is how it's like, you pull it off and it's symmetrical. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. this is the kind of band you could take it off and you could mount it on something, like stick it on as like a sticker almost. Well, because sure, if you want to start, if you want to do that, though, make sure that you send any, whatever, just cut, cut us in for whatever you're, uh, you're sticking it on. If you're gonna start doing thumb drives with it, just just hook a brother up, bro. Send a little money our way. You know we. Uh, you know, we're, yeah. Once we're, I start hitting it big with selling uh, selling used Luciano <laughs> bands, I'll let you know. All right. Um, so what else we got going? We're getting some questions. I'm trying to. I was trying to fix our video here, so now we're good on the video. Okay. Um, Bob Dog says mm, Bunker Busters. Those are good cigars. Mm-hmm. Um, I, Jack Bonio says says that you still get angry about the lists. Who? Exactly. Jack, Jack Taranya. You know, he used to smoke there. He smokes down the street now. No, I let me tell you something. That is the most that was the, the weirdest friendship I've ever developed with anybody. Because he's just like, you're gonna we're gonna be friends. I'm like, okay. You know, he's only six five and you know, he's only a foot taller than I am. So, you know, all right, so I guess we're gonna be pals. But you know what? He is he's one of the funnest guys to be around because it's one of those you know how you are when you're you're always kind of the guy talking and you it's because oh, yeah. I'm around here. He does, he does. He does all the talking. I get to be the straight man, and every one of the, and it is great, you know. And and you know, he knows everybody, and you know, and and people tell him the most the most incredible, crazy things. You know, he they tell him, and he's uh, and he's he's a lot of fun. He really is a lot of fun. I'm I'm I hope he's not listening because I don't want him to know how much I really enjoy his company. So <laughs> that's it. Um, so Bob Dog had another question. Which is, are there any brands that are working on moving into Lizona, uh, like taking on Lizona as their factory? He's, any new he, brands? Yeah, he's curious about if you guys are getting any new clients for the factory. Bob, Bob sounds like he's got a little inside information. Uh, <laughs> he might, I don't know. He might. There, we're we're kind of up in the air with something. We're we're a little up in the air on that, just because. Uh, to be honest with you, I really believe that this year we're gonna need to. We're going to need, really need to focus on the stuff we have going on. I mean, wh- where do you where do you cut where do you cut corners? You stop making Espinosa? No. You stop. You slow down uh, Cornelius and Anthony? No. Cuba Ricanio? No. And you know we've we've gotten to the we've gotten to the spot right now where we have the right number of rollers, the right for the right consistency, for the right number of supervision. We're 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 right, we're good right now. I don't see us unless it's something that's like a a piecemeal thing. Or a Band-Aid, I don't see us taking on anybody new. But, you know, I work for Eric, so that could change tomorrow. So- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah um, that, that's what 
that's what I was thinking. The uh, the fact that you guys had to move some of the production out of the factory speaks to the fact that you guys are 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 nearing or at capacity. We're close, I think, uh, because you you wouldn't move those brands out of the factory unless you have to. Um, mm-hmm. And when your factory is only a X amount of rollers, you can't just start sticking them in closets and stuff. It doesn't work. Oh, where are we gonna put them? Sure, absolutely. What are you guys and speaking, drinking? Oh, I'm drinking? drinking some beer. So this is some, a nice IPA. This is from a local brewer called Mazama. This is their experimental juicy IPA, number three. Okay, that sounds cool. Where you Man, my, I have I some of this. It's another local brewery. It's a winter oh. ale, the Abominable. That's a good one. Um, so cool. Speaking of the factory, a thing that I've been to the factory twice now, and both times there was nobody who spoke English there, so we had to have our... our that's what you get. That's what you get for going without an appointment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, then no, that's exactly what happened. It was like Logan texting Eric, being like, "Hey, can we swing by the factory today?" Um, oh, Logan, and then we had Logan, to have a translator. Logan was with you. Yeah, couldn't happen to a better guy. All right, so <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Actually, we've made nice. We've made nice in the last few weeks. Good. Yeah, I, I you know, it's you know, we're, we're kind of similar people, so I can, I can, I can, I can relate to that. But uh, so, how was that tour? It was great. A, the thing that I find really interesting about the factory is it is one of maybe two factories that I've been to that are in a building that has no reason to ever be a cigar factory. Absolutely. It's, it's an old, it looked, it used to be like an old Hacienda kind of like apartment kind of thing, you know, a little mm-hmm. villa and the flow is not perfect. I mean, <laughs> we make it it's, work, but it's, it's, it's definitely not perfect, not, but it's cool. Not That's perfect. It is thing. cool. It's like you come out onto the deck and then the escaparadas right there. The, the, I, I think, with the exception maybe of Drew Estate's big big poolside thing, mm-hmm. which got that great view, I don't. Uh, that's a fantastic view that we have. That view the, yeah. of, of the of the mountains and and the, one of the most dangerous intersections on Esteli right there. That's uh, that's fantastic. I mean, you know, you get to see accident. You you get to a little eye candy. Uh, you have the view of the mountains, and at least once every couple of days, there's a funeral. You know, they they have a little procession walk down the street. That's always cool. I mean, you just uh, yeah. Uh, it's 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 an, it's an exciting. I spent many hour, many an hour out there having a cigar. Uh, and Bob Dog says that I should uh, take one of these and stick it on a lighter for you. So you've got a nice fancy Murcielago lighter. Well, you can you know, but you found it, something. I'm using the Tarano Jack Tarano lighter that oh, broke. Man. It broke immediately after you gave it to me, as you can see. So, but you know, Jack's everywhere, man. I yeah. <laughs> even when even when you try to phase him out, he's everywhere. So, yeah, I've got it lit, so I'm, I'm kind of excited about that. Good. Uh, we're going to take a quick break for one of our sponsors, and then we'll be right back with more questions for Hector Alfonso. Brought to you by Gurkha Cigars. Gurkha Cigars, makers of the world's finest cigars. Try the 93-rated Heritage featuring a Rosado, Ecuador, and Habana wrapper, Nicaraguan binder, and Dominican, Pennsylvanian, and Nicaraguan fillers. Blended by Gurkha's blending team at American Caribbean Cigars, it's hand-rolled Nicaragua and available in 35-count boxes. Talk to your local B&M about the Heritage today, or talk to them about other fine Gurkha cigars. Whatever your taste preferences, Gurkha has a cigar that's right for you. And we're back, uh, t- Cigar Chat, talking to Hector Alfonso from Espinosa Cigars and the Lazona Factory, uh, which is really part of Espinosa Cigars. But, uh, you know, I feel like it's important to mention it because that's the buzzword right now with all the lists coming out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. 44. Uh, that's, that's the magic number this year. Yeah, 44. that's crazy. Um, I looked th- on, on the, uh, 
the list where they compile everybody's lists together. You know that the, one? The Collective Cigar Media. Yeah, the Collective Cigar Media list. Which, um, I, which, which I heard just was very down fond. That. Which I heard was, uh, I think the quote was, uh, it seems the Collective Cigar Media is very fond of the cigar. Yes, I've, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm familiar with that list. Um, I was looking at that list just to get like a baseline of some of the lists that you guys were on that I might have missed. And I think there were, I think it was 26 different cigars that were made in the Lazona factory were on that list. Just crazy. Uh, it, it was, it is. I mean, really, I, I'm telling you, we're, I'm sitting here and I'm, 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 I'm laughing it up. We're yucking it up. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, little, got a little big head thing going. But I'm going to be really honest with you. We are super humbled by this. You, you don't understand, guys, where we were six years ago. Well, in February, next month, it'll be six years that we started with an empty warehouse in Hialeah Gardens. And him telling me, hey, uh, we're, yo, bro, we're going to do, uh, we're going to start a cigar company. Uh, I mean, we're, that's six years. We've gotten as far as we've gotten, because, you know, the majority is on, the, on his back where we've gotten as far as we've gotten. And then we've, you know, his son, and we've learned the business as we've gone along. I mean, we didn't know anything going into this. <laughs> the only guy who knew was him. And, you know, at the end of the day, he's, he, he's a salesman. He want, he's, he's most comfortable selling. And, you know, we couldn't, you know, we just didn't, we didn't have cigars at first. Yeah. We, had to buy, we had to buy back our old inventory to, to, to be able to start, you know. And oh, yeah. that we're, where, we are to, where we are, the year that we've had, I mean, it'll be hard to repeat this year. We're very, but I mean, we're very, very humble. I know I am. And, you know, uh, you know, the, these, these accolades are fantastic, but you know, <laughs> you scratch your head and you went, how did we, I, I've never heard, how did, how did that guy get our cigar? That guy, you know, you know, it's, it's, it's that kind of, it's been that kind of, it's been that kind of year. And, you know, I'm going to be honest, I'm going to tell you a story. There was a cigar that we made that after we made the cigar, I loved it. I thought, I thought the cigar was good, but I said, man, I don't know if this cigar is for everybody. And I, we made it for Cornelius. It was uh, the Senor Sugars. We mm. made, that, oh, we made yeah. that cigar. I made that. We made that cigar. I blended the cigar for for the guys from Cornelius, uh, and it has that proprietary binder. And he's like, "I love this cigar." I don't know if you ever met Stephen Bailey. He's one of the nicest guys you've ever met. He's super, super a gentleman, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, Steve, uh, maybe a little too sweet, maybe a little too strong. Hector, it's exactly what I want. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So you know, uh, you know, we 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 got we lucky there. And then you, I don't know if you guys know the story. Protocol, the whole thing behind Protocol, I tried to kill Cancel and and Ives. I wanted to make a cigar so strong that they wouldn't they wouldn't ask me for anything else again. And you know, it, and it that becomes, was the blue. It was the blue, and then you know, and then, <laughs> and then from the blue comes the red, and then from the red comes the the themis. And you know, uh, I'm telling you, we're we're very. We're, I know I'm very humbled, and Eric is. Eric will tell you that, uh, bro. You know, it, it was just our turn. I mean, we're it's it's where we're at now, but we we've got to work harder. We got to work twice as hard just to to equal what we did this year. I mean, next year things will change. I mean, you know, next yeah, year that's why we have to you know we have to stay we have to stay focused. You know, and you know, and I'm very thankful, very thankful for the for you know the, the our our fans and you know our our not just the consumers but the fans. We have fans. We have people yeah. who love him, who who come to the Lazona Palooza, who you know, who love Eric, and just they just they 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 just every you know he's they they just follow us and anything we do they love you know and and I've got to be thankful to the to the unbiased cigar media you know the, the, they've been great you know and they they've taken us where where our salesmen and our fans can't take us they've taken us there so you know we we're very thankful all the way around. 
Good. Jason, I'm going to let you ask the next question now. Um, yeah, it, it's interesting that you mentioned that um, you said you guys have been around for six years, which to me, that's crazy because like I couldn't imagine the modern cigar industry without Espinosa and Lazona. It's become such a such a staple in there. Well, well, I think that we I think that I mean, I don't know if you I don't know if you guys are like sociology people or I mean, I think the tipping point, the tipping point where the cigars and the Internet kind of meshed. You know, and that's where we kind mm-hmm. of, you know, we, we, I don't, I don't want to say we've hit our apex. I think we're far from hitting our apex, but I think we kind of, as they merged, we kind of like jumped in the middle of that. You know, <laughs> we got a guy, yeah. we got a we got mm-hmm. a caught right in the middle as they, as they became the little DNA helix. You know, we were right there. I mean, we, we just arrived on the scene at the right time. We, we made the, you know, we made the right, you know, we, we made the cigars that got us, got our foot in the door in a lot of places. And then, you know, Laranja was huge for us. Laranja, three years in, and here we have a cigar in the top twenty-five, and and like I like I said a couple of minutes ago, everything is you know we've gotten as far as we've gotten on on his back, not because of just the work he's done and what he's taught us is you know he knows people he you know uh, he took us you know he was able to say well I, I think I'm I'm going to go open here and I'm going to go here and I'm going to you know he was tireless you know and, and, and I mean he is Eric I mean you know he took us. He took us. To, he he said, "All right, we're going to go here. Come on, we're we're going to do this." And we we've just gotten very lucky. I mean, you know, it's had this been had this been a year before, or who knows, or a year after, maybe we'd have missed it. But we just caught the tipping point at the right time. Yeah. Then I was thinking, yeah. um, we we've been alluding to a lot of stuff, but maybe let's take a moment and run through the Espinosa, Lazona, and the stuff Lazona makes for other people, for people that aren't generally aware of of that whole package of brands. Okay. Well, uh, Espinosa, you have, oof. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> All right. Uh, Test time. You can get all the answers to these questions at EspinosaCigars.com. <laughs> no. Um, all right. Let's start with our, our baseline, our, our, our core line. We have Espinosa Havano. We have Espinosa Crema, which is a Connecticut, a Havano, which was in the running, which had the ratings to be in the running for, uh, for the cigar aficionado top 25 as well. I mean, you know, it's, it yeah. was the 601, but it was that one. That one that one did a 91 above on all sides. Uh, we have that one. Then we have the Especial, which is a cigar that I am going to push. The, I'm going to really push this one. year. Great cigar. It, it just, we have not given that cigar. That cigar came up at a bad time. That cigar got caught in the wake of La Ranja. Yeah, so, absolutely. So, so it's, you know, it's just like, one, that's why we skipped Warhead one year, because there was just, we just didn't want any more, another victim to the Laranja, uh, the wake of Laranja. So in the core lines, we have the Havano, we have the Crema, which is the Connecticut, we have the Especial, which is the the Mexican, and then we have the Alpha Dog, which is, you know, the is uh, our little tribute to him. Then we have Laranja, which is, our, I guess, our, our next level. We have Laranja, uh, the, which is the Brazilian rapper. And then we have Murcielago. Uh, then we have the uh, the grandfathered stuff, the 601. Uh, we have La Bomba, the 601 La Bomba, and five or six different Bitolas. We have a very cool little Corona, the Saki bomb, which I love. And then the F bomb for the guy who just, you know, the guy who just can't get enough, uh, can't get enough workout on his mouth and wants to have TMJ, a big seven by seventy. <laughs> so we 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 have the uh, we have La Bomba, then we have the red, uh, the blue, the green. And we've made a we made a few we've made a few different colors for uh, for some of the some of the online mm-hmm. retailers. We have a 601 PA. Uh, we have a 601 White that actually made the top 25. Uh, I, I it was it was a top 25 cigar on a couple of lists last year. 
we have the gold, we have the brown, we have the black, which is an old throwback to the 601 Connecticut. That, from, 601, from, that old 601 Connecticut was so good. Yeah. I haven't had the new one yet. Uh, it's I I think it's it's online. Uh, we made a Laranja for DeSocio uh, out of Alliance. Uh, we made a couple of we've made a couple of brands for our our we call them the backroom series, which are just little some treats for our, our loungers and our friends and family. The Alibi was the first. Uh, then Eminent Domain, uh, Wasabi, and a series of other ones that uh, we pushed out right right in August of 2016. To make sure that, you know, that because that was my goal. My goal is to make sure that uh, if anything happened, anything bad was to ever happen to me, you know, I didn't want to let this guy down. And I wanted to make sure that we had, you know, we had some footing for the next 10 years. So we have we're we're good. You know, we we, we, we busted our, you know, busted our humps to do it. But we're we're good in that aspect. Then uh, oof, we make cigars for Cornelius and Anthony. We make five out of their six lines. We make Venganza. We make Daddy Mac. Uh, is it five out of six or four out of five? I think we make four out of five. Uh, we make Daddy Mac. We make Venganza. We make, uh, oof, Jesus Christ. I'm not doing very well, huh? Uh, a lot we make of the Ariel, right? We make the Ariel and the, and the, the Senor Sugars. Let me tell you something. That Ariel, I really like that cigar. <laughs> I really, really like that cigar. Uh, then we do, uh, the Cuba Ricano, the three sides, the three lines for Cuba Ricano. Uh, we also did the stuff for La Jugada. The Prado, the Havano, and then all of their little, uh, the little side projects that they've done. You know, the the Nunchuck, uh, the Chinese Finger Trap, which was a fantastic cigar. The Pickle Juice, where if you can get past the whole, if you can get past, if you know, if you don't have a problem with the packaging like some people did. Yeah, it was a fantastic Candela. Yeah, those are really good Candelas. The two hardest things, and the Wasabi that we that we that we got out and Coop got a hold of it. Gave it a 93, a 93 for a Candela. That's a special kind of Candela right there. So we, uh, we, I, I smoked a lot of Candela. And I realized something when we were working on the Candela. There's a lot of bad Candela. Um, <laughs> there's yeah. a lot of bad Candela. Uh, but there were a couple of great ones. And I really, uh, I really, uh, I, I think I really hit the mark. The pickle juice was really good. Uh, the two hardest cigars to blend so far have been the pickle juice, because I didn't smoke Candela before that, and the, and the crema. Because I'm not a Connecticut smoker. So none of us are. Nobody in the office smokes Connecticut. So we had to make that Connecticut, smoke it ourselves, look at each other and go, well, you know, let's find people who smoke Connecticut and put it, hey, you smoke Connecticut? Oh, I love Connecticut. Boom, smoke this. Oh, man, this is really good. Okay, great. Write that down. This is really good. Yeah. So, you know, that's th- those have been the hardest. Uh, that's it. That's who, that's who we're making cigars for right now. I mean, we do, Eric does something for a store in uh, Pennsylvania, Renzuli, for Twin Smokes. Oh, we, we do a bunch of separate, you know, little side things. You know, we do Pier 28 for uh, for Tim Wong on the West Coast. Mm, we, oh, yeah. We took, we took it East Coast last year, and then we did the Maduro form. And we've got a bunch of, we got a bunch of, I don't want to say new, we just got a bunch of releases, uh, stuff that we're getting around to smoke, getting around to making. Yeah. You know, so that's, uh, <laughs> that's the, that's the official word. Um, we've actually got a comment about the Connecticut's from Anthony Rasiki. Uh, he says with the... He said first he says the Themis, aka Agathis and Hector. Uh, okay, but he says yeah. the Crema, the Moya Ruiz Claro, the Ariel, and the Themis. Uh, he he just kind of says you guys did a great job of differ- differentiating those blends because um, it's kind yeah. of easy when you've got what is that five Connecticut's to make them taste kind of similar. <laughs> well, sure. I mean, and, but the thing is that uh, 
the Plaro we did for La Huala, and they want everything to, to sting their nostrils. Yeah. And then the, 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 that was the Claro. The Crema we did for us, and we wanted it to be a gateway cigar. We needed that cigar for the guy who would go to an event, love Eric, and say, man, everything you have is so strong, you know. So, or for the guy that wanted to smoke Espinosa but doesn't like a, 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 doesn't like a strong cigar or doesn't like a spicy yeah. cigar. So we had that gateway cigar for him. The Themis just falls in line with the, the Cuba Riqueño stuff. It's, uh, it's a cigar that goes good with drinks. Because, <laughs> I mean, just gonna go, you know, it's a, you know, I like to call it my drinks and handcuffs cigar. It just goes, you know, it just goes perfect. And the, the Ariel was, was different because we're blending it for Steven and we were using that, that binder that, that he acquired, mm-hmm. which was my first time ever working with it. And I didn't know, I don't think anybody's worked with that binder. So when, when we, it was a completely new brand. It wasn't like, oh, let's just use the Crema brand here. No, we, you know, you can't do that. I mean, people, don't get me wrong. There are people who do it, but you can't do that. You can't do that, especially when you have a, a customer who wants something who's distinct. They want something that's uniquely his own. You, know, yeah. you just, you, you can't do that. It's just not, it's not the right thing to do. Uh, we're going to take one more quick, quick break, uh, and then we'll be back with more questions for Hector. This show is sponsored by Cigar Oasis. Don't spend all your time worrying about your cigar wrappers cracking, splitting, or falling apart from humidity fluctuation issues. Set it and forget it by choosing Cigar Oasis, a professional solution which provides equal distribution of humidity with precise electronic controls. Monitor your cigars through the internet using the smart humidor Wi-Fi attachment. Why don't you spend all your time enjoying your cigars and relaxing and let Cigar Oasis protect your cigars. Cigar Oasis has solutions for any humidor. Make sure you set it and forget it today. All right, welcome back to Cigar Chat with Smile and Hector. Um, I'm trying to find some of these. We had a couple of Facebook questions that I wanted to get to. Oh, Jim Bean, um, not with an M, not like the whiskey. Uh, he wants to know what the biggest challenge was over the six years of of kind of being part of the start of Espinosa Cigars. Uh, the biggest challenge. Well, the biggest challenge, uh, cigar-wise, the biggest challenge was trying to trying to get that hit, which we did with Laranja. That was... That was huge, and that, it came early, early. To be honest with you, it came maybe two or three years where before it should have come for another a company of our size. But that was that was a huge challenge. You know, we've got to make that one thing that's wow, and that was a huge challenge. The other, the the personally, the other challenge was I've never worked in the private sector. I I, oh. jo- I joined the army as a young kid. I got out of the army. I joined the police department. I've been the police department for almost twenty nine years now. And I've never worked, I've never had to work in the private sector, which means I've never had to really deal with customers and, <laughs> and, you know, and, and there's a certain lack of punctuality, maybe a certain lack of, you know, we're very militaristic. Hey, if we're going to yeah. meet at five o'clock, it's five o'clock. And if we're going to, you know, uh, these meetings are five thirty, maybe, you know, those, those kind of things kind of, kind of drive, drove me a little crazy at first, you know, I'm super organized. I might be messy. But I'm super organized, you know, and uh, to be to be um, uh, to, to have to I was outside of my comfort zone for the first couple of years. And to be honest, with you, there's still times I, 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 you know, that's why they say I'm, I'm so com- I'm so warm and cuddly. I get, I get pissed quick for nothing. You know, <laughs> it's supposed to, we're supposed to How dare these guys be late for their meeting? You know, relax, bro. Relax. Bro, that's disrespect. You know, so, you know, he's t- he's settling me down. I mean, he's a he's a bigger hothead at times than I am, you know. But that was that was probably the biggest challenge was learning to work outside of a law enforcement environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> your your impression of Hector 
is so spot on. I can't believe it. It's like Hector is inside you. Who like, are we talking? Or, I'm sorry, not Hector. Eric. Yeah, you, I thought you were I'm talking like, to somebody else. You freaked me out, man. Yeah, no, sorry. Uh, your impression of Eric is perfect. I can't get over how good your impression of him is. Well, it, it's, I'm not. Don't get me wrong. I, if you if you expect me to do him and tell a joke, it's uh, I, I'm going to lose you. But the, but the bro, come on, bro, bro. Uh, and yeah, then, exactly. You know, and then you know he talks to you in non sequiturs. You know he's uh, you know he's, he's funny. He just he's called me. You know he, he's called me at the weirdest hours. Just like. Hey, did you see that thing? Yeah, yeah, all right. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Wait, what you, I've got to remember. I've got to think. What the hell is he talking about? Oh, that's – he's picked up a he'll, – he'll continue a conversation he's, he's from done four that hours ago. From four hours ago. You remember what I'm talking about? Yeah. Come on, bro. And, you know, and then, you know, the thing is he uh, – <laughs> it, sometimes he's incredibly lucid. Incredibly lucid. Bro, it's this. It happened like this and like that and like this. And then you, thought, you see him the next day. Hey, we talked about doing this. I don't remember that. What are, you, what are you talking about, bro? <laughs> so this happened at first. So I took to taking notes and dating my notes. You know, uh, the, the, you said this. Bro, we said we were going to do it this way. I didn't say that. You said it on August 18th. Oh, I, I don't remember saying that. So then I, hey, can you sign here? I'm not signing anything, bro. Bro, what's wrong with you? you know? oh, but now, now I'm trying to do the voice. I can't do it. But uh, uh, he's, let me tell you something. Uh, we're so different. But I really, I really have enjoyed working for him. And to be honest with you, any success that I've garnered through this industry, I owe it to him. And I've told him, I've told mm. him before because, you know, he could have called anybody to come work for him with no experience. And, you know, and that guy could be where I'm at right now. So I'm very, very lucky. And I'm very thankful that, uh, that I am where I am. And I owe it to him. And I've, and I've always told him that. That wasn't even a question, but that was a great answer. Uh, That's a mu- so- that-, <laughs> that was my mushy moment. Yeah, you did good. Uh, Skip says the episode title should be Hector is inside you. I noticed as I was saying that, that that was just wrong. Um, but at least that's I didn't a, say Eric was inside you. That's another sexy beast right there. <laughs> Let me tell you uh, something. If it was, it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have Facebook. He is, he is what keeps me. He's, he, I know I wake up going, I know that he is going to say some shit today. Let me see what he's going to say. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. Poor totally Hector. Awesome. Yeah, you know uh, that's awesome. Uh, let me just let me just read that over and over again. <laughs> you know he's and I, I like him very much. He was uh, believe it or not, he was one of the first guys I met when I started going to Nicaragua, and uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of their cigar. I'm a big fan of a lot of guys' cigars, but uh, I really I, I really uh, I like everything they've done over there. Their their model, their factory, their their whole style. I, I think it's very very cool. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I'm going to let Jason have a question and try to stop giggling about <laughs> yeah, I'm, in, we, I'm inside you. you. <laughs> <laughs> we, we talked briefly about the um, Espinosa lounges. Um, wh- where are those at? So that if people are in the area... Have you noticed that Jason, Jason only asked me questions that I have to remember shit? All right. Uh, okay. That's five. Wait. That's fine. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Jason's like that substitute teacher. Okay, we have a quiz, uh, bro. Uh, all right. Uh, That's why I have, keep them around. We have uh, we have West Coast cigars in California. We have Blue Smoke in Dallas. We have uh, Executive in Kentucky. We have uh, a new one uh, in Atlanta, Life and Times. We have uh, that's four. I think we're missing. All right, we have one in. Oh my God! We have one in Jacksonville. I'm not in Jacksonville. We have one in uh, Pensacola. We have one in Ohio, and I want to say I think we have two in Ohio. 
So, but you know, here's uh, and just to defend myself, Jason, uh, <laughs> I I don't do I, I'm not a sale I don't do sales, so I really don't deal a lot with the stores. I just my 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 concern is mostly the cigars, but I think I nailed them all. So <laughs> I've got I've got them all. That's oh, good. Seventy percent is passing. Oh, and then there's a the 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 Twin Smokes is like an unofficial lounge. I think the downstairs the, next to the porta potty is uh, also our little lounge area. And let me tell you something. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. Wherever he's, wherever he's at, wherever he sets up shop that day, that's a lounge. I'm telling you. This guy is he's a, he's a force of nature, bro. This guy's a force of nature. If I had to be a rep, we would die of hunger. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're a cigar guy, not a sales guy. Absolutely. And, you know, I, 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 and it's so much easier because the tobacco doesn't talk back. The tobacco <laughs> doesn't talk back and it doesn't ask for anything. <laughs> it just, that that depends know. who you ask. Well, I've heard a lot of people say they talk to the tobacco. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, just for, don't Hold forget. Don't forget, Hector's inside you. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna, that's my new favorite bit. Uh, Brian Clay wants to know how much thought goes into graphics and package design for the different oh. products, and I want to know who who takes care of that. All right, uh, Brian Clay is an old friend of mine who retired from the police department a couple years ago, and since he's retired, he's gained like ten years back on his life. He's just very <laughs> envious when I see this guy on Facebook. Uh, and a great photographer, by the way. All right, so our our idea, we believe it or not, the hardest, and I, I, I've heard Eric say this a dozen times, the hardest part of the cigar is not making the cigar. It's coming up with the name and the yeah. packaging idea. Uh, we have, uh, for some of these little special things that we've done, we'll go with a name and then we'll try to find some packaging that'll go with it. Like the alibi was great because we wanted yeah. something, you know, the alibi... Uh, uh, you're, it's for a club to be a member of that club, you know, so you don't have to be at home and explain what you're doing at that club. Oh, I have my alibi. So we went in that direction. We made it look like a little pass card. Uh, for our Coraline stuff, we, we wanted to keep it cl- clean, you know, with the, with the, with the Espinosa, you know, to make it look kind of traditional. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Larange, the Larange went in that direction because we were using a Brazilian wrapper and we wanted to use a Portuguese word for orange. So we went in that direction. Uh, the ones that have been really fun, you know, they've been the, 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 the backroom series ones, Eminent Domain, after having to explain it for a while, uh, why do you want to name a cigar Eminent Domain? Because we're taking over your humidor. We're putting, you know, we're taking, this, <laughs> this right here is our shelf. This is Eminent Domain for us. So the ideas come from, you know, what the project is, and then we'll kick it around. We have a, we had a graphic artist full-time for a while, and uh, now he's on contract. He's on an ad hoc basis with us, but he has a, he has, we've retained him because he has a lot of institutional memory. He's been with us since the beginning. So he knows the things we've tried, the things we, we tried to do that didn't work out. And uh, he's, you know, uh, like all artists, I don't know if you've ever dealt with artists, you've got to, you, you talk to him about the idea, then he gets excited, he starts to draw, but then you got to put blinders on him because he'll be drawing and then, ooh, a squirrel. You know, <laughs> you got you to keep him focused, you know. Uh, and Eric is not a guy... In my experience, Eric's not a guy that you got to tell him about the project. I've noticed that from the beginning. We have to do it on the down low, uh, covert, you know, do do it, have it done, and then show it to him, and he's going to go, "Yeah, hey, I like this," or "I don't like this." Can you change this? And then we're there. But if yeah. we had to tell, if we had to tell him about what we wanted to do, he he's got to see it, which that's fine. There are people who there are people who who do better seeing it because once he sees it, then he can you know he can add his two cents so instead of having to. Because he doesn't have the patience to sit there through the through the development process, you know. He's got a he's got seventy four phone calls and ten cigars to chew on. He doesn't have time for all that. All right, Jason, go for it. 
you're up. Okay. So what's um? Do you have a favorite kind of tobacco? Just randomly. All right. I'm gonna tell you. I when I first started working with Eric, I hated how long. I hated how long. I liked every. I, I liked everything but how long wrap. Broadleaf and Mexican and this and that. I just, I, I didn't, I was just so tired of Havano because Havano, six years ago, everybody had a Havano. Everybody was pushing yeah. Havano, Havano, Havano. Uh, I have, I am a, I'm a huge fan. I like Sumatra a lot. And I do, I like Broadleaf an awful lot. I still have, I've still kept my, but I've really, uh, the, the tobacco that I really like, you're talking wrappers or you're talking filling? Just anything. Look, I, spur of the moment thought. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, at least it wasn't a test question. Like, what's the name of our rep in Alaska? Uh, it's uh, by the way, his name is Enoch Johnson. All right. So, uh, I, you know, I, I like I like Nicaraguan tobacco. To be honest with you, I, I love tobacco from Esteli. I, I, I love the strength and the smell of it. And wrappers, man. I'm telling you, I, I, I don't, I, I don't have a, I don't have one that I don't like. I like, I like all tobacco. I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I do like all tobacco. I really do. Except Sorry, some man. candela. Uh, and no, now I, you know, some Candela, Candela's tough, man. <clears throat> Candela's tough. Candela in Connecticut's tough. But no, now I've, I've embraced Havano, and uh, I'm a little over Mexican right now because it got a little over. hot. For yeah, a it years. just got, it got a little, you know, it was like, it was like IPAs a couple of years ago. Everybody had an IPA. You know, you didn't have, mm-hmm. they didn't have a, he didn't have a regular ale. We had, an, had seven IPAs, you know. I, I, I'm, I'm I've embraced Havano again. But I, country-wise, I love Nicaraguan tobacco. I love tobacco from Estelle. I really do. All right, I've got a good cigar geek question that I just thought of. What do you think is going to be the tobacco of the the wrapper of the year for this show, for the 2018 IPCPR? You know, I was having this conversation just the other day with uh, with a couple with a couple of the guys in the collective cigar media. I can see. I I think uh, I think uh, Havano's coming. I think it's going to be Havano again. Havano yeah. and Broadleaf. I think Broadleaf might make a, but Broadleaf's already been out there. I mean, it's just I don't see, you know, I don't see Cameroon with this very expensive, you know, it's very expensive yeah. and it's hard to work with. You know, maybe Sumatra, maybe Sumatra makes an appearance. I think Havano is always going to be a staple because I think, so, yeah. I, I think almost every introductory line, even though you know the FDA, oh, there's no more new introductory line. Every Havano is everybody's introductory cigar, followed closely by by the Connecticut. And then some kind of dark wrapper or Maduro or whatever the hell they call it. Uh, I think that it may be you may see Broadleaf and, and Sumatra again. But I'll tell you where I think we're going to go is I think that the the Churchill may reappear. Maybe not in its seven by fifty reincarnation, but I've I've noticed in the last year or so that we're seeing a lot of six by forty eights, which is yeah, cigar- the, that kind of short Churchill kind of size. Which is a cigar- which I'm going to tell you. I think that, and I'm not taking credit for anything, but I, it's a size that we started with the Alibi, and then we went to the Kaixa. We just think it's a, it's not the Churchill, it's not a Toro, it's long enough, but it's 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 comfortably in your hand. I think the six by forty eight is a size that you're gonna, you know, the Toros. Oh, you're always going to see Toros. You're always going to see Robustos. I don't think six by sixties are, you know, I. I I don't think that's that's going to come back. No, I think the the guys in the seven by seventy niche are there. Uh, yeah, the, that's. I, I think it's going to be that that short Churchill. I think that's the size you're going to see a lot of. I think Lanceros Lanceros saw their thing about a year ago. Maybe yeah, it topped out about a year ago. So I I, I think six by forty eights were it's going to be the new size. I think I I'm I'm going to go with a different answer for that. Mm. Even though I didn't ask myself this question, I think Lonsdale's Lonsdale's need to. Uh, they're they're starting to get really popular again. It seems like. But you know, for you're yeah, 
I, I think the Lonsdale is a great size, but uh, this is something I know when I was a, when I before I joined, you know, before I started working for Eric, and when mm. I was a cigar consumer, guys, guys who smoke Coronas and and uh, and Lanceros, the the retailers would say these guys don't buy boxes. Yeah, you know why they don't buy boxes? Because their cigar is always in stock. <laughs> yeah. a lot of people don't smoke those a lot of people don't smoke those so maybe that's different now because i know there was a there's a trend you know you have a store in texas all these you know that's that's the oh, lancero yeah. store you know uh guys ask me all the time hey man how come you can't make a corona i wish eric will tell you that hector wishes i could make a, a, a our all of our brands in every size of major uh, imaginable we'd need a twenty thousand foot warehouse i mean yeah. just we, we can't accommodate everybody you know so you know, so that's why the guy who likes Toros and the guy who likes Churchills, you know, six by forty is perfect. That's that's the way I look at it. I think that's just a great size. Yeah, I like I, the forty-eight. I like that size. It's just it it's noticeably smaller than a than a fifty, kind of like uh-huh. in your mouth. So it, it sort of satisfies the the smaller ring gauge guys and your traditional robusto Toro smoker likes it too. So I I, I agree. I, I I really I lost myself there. Oh, here I am. So I no, I, I really agree. I think, uh, and it's a little bit, it's a little bit bigger than a Corona Gorda. You know, I, I think it's perfect. I think it's a great size. It's personally my favorite size. My favorite In these, size. These uh, colder months, I love like a good, like a four and a half by forty-eight or something like that. You know, it's funny you say that. Mm-hmm. I almost, I almost said Rothschilds there, but I think that's, I think that's a seasonal thing too. But you know, uh, Eric tells me he goes, bro. You know, the guy it's up in Philadelphia. It's like 15 degrees. You know, <laughs> he doesn't have he doesn't have an hour to smoke a cigar. He got 20 minutes. So, so he's got 20 minutes to smoke it. So a Rothschilds or a Robusto Corona. But I think a Rothschilds even that's a very cool size. That's a very cool I size. Agree. One of the cigars on my one of my favorite cigars that I had this year that I had on my on my little list that you know I thought Dion makes a Rothschilds, which is oh, incredible. Yeah. Oh yeah, and it's and what a what a great little smoke, you know, and and and, and the price is right, and, and it's the problem is that here in Miami, it's a Rothschild, you know, you you're gonna end up buying two of them because you know yeah. the weather's nice. I need another one of these, you know. I went through the quick. Yeah, I I uh, I keep a box of those on hand most of the time because that's kind of like one of my go-to smokes. I don't smoke a lot of them in the summer. <laughs> Skip thinks the new size, uh, the size of 2018 is gonna be the tuna can, two by eighty. <laughs> The Vienna sausage. He's a, the Vienna sausage can. It's not very. It's not very long, but man, it's wide. <laughs> that's a funny fucker, right? There. Oh, that's six. I'm sorry. Oh man, I'm You're sorry. We're almost to I, the end here. I'm sorry. Our uh, our last segment here is brought to you by Drew Estate. Uh, smoke some Drew Estate cigars. Uh, the I've <clears throat> I talked about it. I think last night on the show. Uh, their Liga Pravada tins are hitting the market now. So if you haven't smoked those little baby ligas, uh, you're missing out. Go buy some tins. They're That's cheap a good and they're delicious. thing to smoke when it's in the teens out. You can get through one of those quickly. Yeah, when you're bundled up like Jason. <laughs> I feel so bad. I'm looking at Jason, and you know what? I almost feel bad for him. For no, nah, it's, it's not too bad. <laughs> if, if it were in like the low 30s, I'd be bitching. But we're, we're still above uh, 40, so I'm good. He said one. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had to like – I'm getting hot because I don't know if it's just Hector or if it's this new heater that I got. Hector's uh, inside you. Hector's inside yeah. you. Uh, Skip also says perfect, Grand Perfectos are going to corner the $100 plus market. <laughs> the unicorn size. The uh, Yeah, the unicorn size. 
I, I still want to be... see somebody make one of those giant Fred Flintstone perfectos. You know, that's. I think that's the word of the year. That's this year's word. Unicorn is going to be this year's word. Mm-hmm. We're here. We're going to hear that a lot. When There's Steve, be a lot of getting about forty dollars cigars that are their new unicorn. <sighs> Oy All right. Jason, uh, I'm going to let you ask the next question. Okay, so um, twirls. A little preview for uh, next week. You're going to be on sharing our pairings. Yep. Um, what's what's some popular pairings you like to have with some well, of the cigars? I'm going to go. I was thinking of going uh, cold press with the coffee. I was going to go Lane Coffee, but since he's not here today for the interview, we're just going to go. Uh, we're going to go rum. We're going to go rum. I'm going to go rum. Uh, yeah, it's three pairings, correct? Is it three? Yes. Is it three? So I'm going to go rum, uh, and I'm going to go porter. And I might just go cold coffee. I have a cigar that goes really good with like nice coffee. I think so it, it's uh, we're pairing the Murcielago next week. Uh huh. I I think it's gonna go really well with a porter. I think a porter is the right call. Well, I've got a we. I, I've been really. I've become coffee a coffee fiend lately. I mean, I, I love coffee to begin with, but uh, I think uh, cold coffee to start is it beer before liquor or liquor before beer? I never remember that. I never there's, remember. There's, I don't follow. Yeah, I don't follow the rule. So uh, yeah, I'm definitely. Uh, I've got a porter there that I want to share from a, a brewery here in uh, in my in South Florida. He's from Fort Lauderdale. That he went to La Zona Palooza and he brewed a beer. Uh, he brewed two beers. He brewed a uh, Warhead Ale, where he <laughs> took, <laughs> which which event he wanted it to be more of a, a stout, but it ended up being a little bit like a sour. Uh, you know, it was like a, a Warhead Stout meets a uh, oh, what's that? Really, uh, it'll, it'll come to me. It really, it was really thick. Like a brandy wine. It was brandy wine meets a uh, stout. It was that kind of. Uh, yeah. And then uh, he uh, then he made a Laranja beer where he used, you know, some uh, blood red orange. And the, uh, the beer was really hot, man. That beer was that beer was on point. Everybody on says point. liquor before beer. Never liquor fear. before. Never fear. OK, so it'll be. So we'll start with uh, the coffee, have the liquor and then the, I'm cool. I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to take that day off. I work nights and I don't think they'll like I took this afternoon off because. I, I don't think the department will want me getting getting lit up at the yeah. <laughs> getting lit up at the office. You know? <laughs> they might look down on that a little bit. They may look down on that. Yeah. Um, Kevin has Halazuka. I think is yes. how you pronounce his name. Uh, yes. He says that was a good beer. The oh, oh the that's right. He went, beers. I guess uh, he, was he was there. He's. I think he's one of the Fat Ash brothers, if I'm not mistaken. I think he's one of the the guys in Fat Ash. Oh, and cool. We just did a we did a little cigar for their for their Fat Ash bash. Yeah, which was yeah, the cigar is pretty good. <laughs> just gonna just gonna tell you, right, I think that cigar is pretty good. Okay, I I might have to uh, see if they've got any of those left after the show. <laughs> if All not, right. you if, if not can't sell. Probably has like a hundred in his car. I'm just, sure he does. Just, yeah, can't sell. <laughs> I'm going through to see if we missed any questions that I uh, see if Skip said see if Skip said anything charming. <laughs> well, he did say aw shucks when you were saying that you liked his cigars. That was about he's it. a hum he's a that humble cat man. Guy. He's a humble guy. What do you want me to tell you? He is. All right, Jason, why don't you ask one more question while I look through these to see if there's any that I missed. Okay, we'll, we'll do kind of, as, as we're getting to the end, where, where can people go to find out more about Espinosa Cigars? Where can they find you on social media? Well, I don't, if they, if they want to find me on social media, I mean, if you're that bored, it's Hector. <laughs> I, 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 Hector Alfonso, you're not, it's not going to be that hard to find. But we have a, we have a website, uh, EspinosaCigars.com, uh, with, uh, with new material. We've uploaded some new material. Uh, with our stuff from uh, from the show last year, uh, we'll be updating it. Uh, not only does it have information on every cigar, it also tells you where you can get some of the stuff that we, some of the specialty stuff that we make for some retailers, and some of the stuff we do for the online clients. 
uh, and then we have a we have a Twitter. <laughs> we have an, I don't think we have a Twitter. We have an Instagram, and we have a Facebook page. Espinosa Cigars. You know, <laughs> regular social media. Uh, Eric, if you really want to have fun, you follow Eric's page. Yeah. He puts you know he'll he just like I said he just puts things that are like you know I don't want to say the Chris, Christopher Walken esque like but just like okay <laughs> picture of the dog all right I got and then uh, you know he had a picture of his dog for Christmas or New Year's. And I'm like, okay, put a picture of his dog. He had like 150 likes on that picture. I can't get, <laughs> I can't get 10 likes on anything, you know. And he's, he gets 150 likes, you know. But so yeah, you can follow us and and, and his son as well, Eric Junior, is on on Facebook. We're all we all have a Facebook page and we're all linked to the master page. But the website is really the website is really the, is coming along very nicely. Good. Uh, Skip's trying to get his weasel on. He says he he doesn't have any Lizona cigars right now. Uh, maybe he'll trade you some for food. <laughs> Uh, Chico, well, let me, not a bad sorry, that, go ahead. That, that, that gringo cocina is no joke, dog. That, oh, yeah. <laughs> that gringo cocina is no joke. Yeah, I got, I got you, baby. I got you. I got you. I mean, <laughs> if, if, Jack, if Jack didn't empty him out when he was there a couple of weeks ago, I, I got you. Uh, Chico Ray says Terrence is currently with Espinosa, correct? I think he's talking about Terrence Riley. Terrence Riley is with, is uh, with he went uh, to, Casa, uh, Fernandez Casa Fernandez slash Aganorsa. Yes. Um, yeah, Skip's Gringo Casino, man. Uh, I love looking at those pictures. And you know, I, he made uh, he made uh, when I was there the last time I he invited me to his home. I uh, he made uh, he made Mexican food, but what I really want is that Frito pie. I've never had that, but he's oh, made man. a couple You're of things. That, that looks pretty damn good. <laughs> it it's looks good. <laughs> yeah, it looks pretty damn good. Um, I I went to his house like about a year ago. Um, and I got a little preview in the middle of the night of Gringo Casino. You know, um, he moved. He lives over there by Lazona now, so it's uh, now I got you know now he's got now he can't now he can't duck me. So now, you know, I'm just walk. Skip, open the door. Skip, you know, I'll be able to I'll be able to weasel hard now. Nice. Uh, any uh, any closing questions before we finish up, Jason? Um, random question. Um, so you you did you did the Warhead, and we recently saw the Warhead Three Lancero. Um, can we look forward to a Warhead Four, or maybe a come back I'm, around to some of the other warheads uh, warhead four warhead four will be available warhead nice, four nice. will be available guess breaking what size. news guess what size Ooh, guess the size uh, oh a uh, six by 48 my man there you <laughs> go six by 48 box press six awesome. by 48 box Ooh, press. awesome yeah it's i think uh you know it's that lancero that lancero was i thought that lancero was really good a box press lancero and right like again we got lucky we hit the we hit that Lancero right when the Lancero craze was, you know, was about to was hitting. You know, we 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 got very we got very lucky with that. So we're very we're very happy with that. And the Warhead's been the Warhead was our very first special project that we did when we uh, when we put Espinosa together. And it's it's very near and dear to us because you know uh, none of those guys are prior service, but I'm prior service. That's why when I I, I heard that you guys were on Armed Forces Radio, that's great. I mean, that's how I saw the Super Bowl. Uh, when I got to Korea, I, I saw the I saw the the Dolphins first play the 49ers on Armed Forces. I, I heard it on the radio as we got to the to the receiving barracks, and then we saw it on television, which was the first time I ever saw TV without commercials, which was which was very it was very cool. And uh, it was a great Super Bowl for like seven minutes. Miami got the ball, jumped, ran down the field, scored on San Francisco. I went, this the route is on, and that was the last time I cheered during that game. So it was. Uh, <laughs> And it was a long time ago. It was 1985, <laughs> January of 1985. That was a long, long time ago. But yeah, we're uh, we're excited about Warhead, and we have we have uh, 
we have a couple of other exciting things that uh, can't talk about now, but I uh, we're very excited about them. I mean, just uh, things that we things that you can find them if you look. I mean, we put them in the hopper two years ago. Yeah. But it's uh, we're very very excited about it. It's uh, like I said, we really got to work extra hard this year to do. I think we got to work twice as hard to get to, to to get half of the success we had this year because it gets harder every year. It really does. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, thanks for joining us, Hector. Everybody who's watching, uh, make sure to tune in next week to sharing our pairings. It'll be Wednesday night uh, at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we're going to be pairing some Lazona cigars, and it's going to be fantastic. Uh, but thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks for all your comments and questions and snark in the comments. Uh, we appreciate it. Everybody listening on the Armed Forces Radio Network, of course, thank you for your service. We appreciate you guys out there doing things we're not built to do. Everybody have a great and safe weekend. We'll be back next week.